We acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the unceded, ancestral, and occupied traditional territory of the Anishinaabe Nation, the people of the three fires known as Ojibwe, Odawa, and Potawatomi Nations. And further, we give thanks to the Chippewa of Saugeen and the Chippewa of Nawash, now known as the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation, who are the traditional keepers of this land. In some parts of Canada, treaties were signed with First Nations that gave incoming settlers rights to much of the land, while in other areas, few or no treaties were signed. Unceded land was never given or legally signed away to Britain or Canada. Instead, it was stolen and continues to be occupied and governed by settlers today. As we live, work, surf and play, we say mahalo to the Métis, Inuit and Indigenous peoples of Turtle Island and from around the world who have stewarded these lands and sacred surf spots for thousands of years. We recognize their amazing resistance, resilience, and strength in the face of ongoing oppression, dispossession, colonial violence, and injustice. In particular, we wish for justice to be brought for the murdered and missing Indigenous women and girls from across our country. We believe that for true healing and harmony to occur, we must reflect and make serious changes while working together as we move forward in truth and reconciliation. We can be better, we can do better. Welcome to Permastoked. I'm your host, Derek Hyatt. In this podcast, we talk to your favorite surfers and stand-up paddleboarders from across the Great Lakes, Canada, the U.S., and beyond. We take a peek into their lives and find out what it means to be stoked. Is it a natural state of euphoria, elation, a relentless commitment? I also talk to other Permastoked individuals with ties to surf culture, such as artists, entrepreneurs, filmmakers, musicians, philanthropists, yogis, and much more. Join us each Monday in learning from these field experts and enthusiasts while being inspired by their undying passion, insights, and rad tales. Permastoked is brought to you by Freshwater Surf Goods, your surf brand devoted to spreading the stoke across the unsalted seas and cultivating pride amongst the surf community. We do this by providing products and apparel that celebrate the awesomeness of both Great Lakes and Canadian surf culture. Stand out in the tribe by rocking our gear. Visit freshwatersurfgoods.com today. Or look for our products in a surf shop near you, such as Surf Sup Eco Shop in Concarden and Goderich, where you can also find me, Derek Hyatt, teaching surf, sup, and yoga. Would you like to try the fastest growing sport in North America? Right on, because Freshwater Surf Goods has its own stand-up paddleboard school. We offer basic and advanced flatwater courses, SUP surfing and surfing lessons in groups and both private and semi-private, along with tours, custom experiences, and SUP yoga in and around Owen Sound, Grey Bruce, and other parts of Southwestern Ontario. Have fun as you take your skills from OK to Killer with a Paddle Canada certified instructor. If you'd rather stay dry, check out our Great Vibes Yoga Meditation and Healing Program. Aloha is a life force energy of loving and living in harmony with all my relations. 
Through movement, mantra, meditation, and breath, our classes reveal to seekers how to connect with their true self so they may spread great vibrations in the spirit of aloha throughout the global consciousness. We use powerful yogic technologies and the Hawaiian art of Ho'oponopono to calm the nervous system and leave you feeling uplifted and in harmony with mind, body, and spirit. Enjoy community and a chill atmosphere filled with great vibes and sacred ancient teachings delivered with humor and integrity. dark and challenging COVID times, we can often be at risk of surrendering to the doom and gloom of isolation, boredom, and even hopelessness. But in the spirit of Christmas time and this holiday season, allow yourself to be reminded by our youth that hope lies ahead in both the present and the future. In this episode, I chat with Canadian female surfing prodigy, Matea Olin. Listen, as this 17-year-old pro surfer takes this 38-year-old Brom to school all hour long, while she drops wisdom bombs about being yourself, keeping fun at the center, inspiring others, staying stoked in trying times, training hard, loving what you do, having a growth mindset, you'll learn what that's all about in a little bit here, and of course, eating ice cream on the road to the Olympics. Matea Olin was born on February 2nd, 2003 in Canmore, Alberta. At the age of six, she and her family moved to Tofino, BC, where she fell in love with surfing and began competing only four years later. Her accolades include winning Canada's first ever international medals in surfing, which included gold in longboard and bronze in shortboard at the 2017 Pan Am Surf Games. And then again, bronze in longboard at the 2019 Pan Am Games. Matea's aspirations include competing in the Olympics and being the first Canadian to enter into the world tour. Keep your sights set on this queen of the peak because as long as she frosts for the surf, she is bound to make Canadian surfing her story. This family-friendly episode was recorded on December 10th, 2020. Yeah! Matea Olin, welcome to Permastoked. How are you doing? I'm doing mighty fine. How are you? That is great to hear. I'm also doing well. You are on Canada's Surf and Stand Up Paddleboarding podcast. Thanks for being here. Oh, you're welcome. You have been one of the most requested guests. How does that make you feel? Oh, that's great. Um... Yeah, stoked to be here, and yeah, can't wait to talk to you. I lived in BC for 12 years. I just moved back to Ontario in July. So I've been frequenting Tofino since about 2008, getting as much surf as I can. So how does it feel as a Tofino resident and as a as popular surfer, how does it feel that you're out there 
just doing your own thing, doing what you love to do, but knowing that people are sort of watching you or following you or like, do you, is there some kind of pressure attached to that? Or how do you cope with that whole situation? I think like, there's definitely like a little bit of pressure, but like, even for me growing up, like I always had people I looked up to in and out of the water. And I think like getting the opportunity to be like role models for people and like have people watching you and, be able to like take that and like take that pressure and turn it into something positive it has been huge for me and just like for me like if I'm out of the water I'm always just going to be do- being myself and doing what I love and having fun and yeah excellent so you know I've done some research on you and I know that you were born in Alberta Canmore Alberta but you moved to Tofino when you were six months old is that right um, yeah, pretty much. I like I was born in Alberta, like you said, and then my family bought a house right by Cots Bay when I was about like half a year old. And we never lived full time in Tofino, though, until I was in like grade two. Oh, OK. I didn't know that part. Oh, so you were kind of back and forth between the two provinces. Yeah, we like we would do like holidays and summers a lot of the time in Tofino, but kind of during the winter, we'd be in Canmore. Okay. How do you feel about that Alberta river surfing scene? Have you ever tried that out? No, I haven't, but I did. I heard a lot about there's like that one river wave in Banff, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kananaskis. Yeah, that sounds cold. Yeah, yeah, it, it does look pretty amazing. I could imagine you fitting in pretty well out there. You're in Tofino, and now, you know, most kids are out on the monkey bars or at the on the jungle gym how did you get out in the waves oh well for me like just growing up here in the summer with my family we just would go down and hang out on the beach every day so that kind of got me into it and just I feel like into Fino like the ocean is such a big part of your everyday life so I kind of just fell in love with it on my own and started like boogie boarding and surfing and every day and then I just loved it so much and never wanted to stop doing it but like, including like doing like surfing, I also like competed in gymnastics and ballet and like snowboarded ever since I could walk. So you are a very active person. You must be doing something all the time. Do you get bored if you have nothing to do? Oh, not really. I feel like there's always something for me to do lately. I never, but I don't know. I love just being active and pushing my body and like growing up with my family, I have a very athletic family. So we always grow out and about doing like different sports outside. Okay. But what do you do if it's pouring rain or snowing as hard as can be? I mean, do you read a book or watch a show or do you get up to other things? Um, I definitely love like having those days where you can sit down and read a book or like play board games with your family. Like those days, like I love them so much and you do get to have that break from constantly like doing something active or like doing school or like other things you have to get done every day. So I definitely like take the time to do that some days. Excellent. So who was it that introduced you to surfing then? Uh, mainly my mom. She moved to Tofino because she loved like the ocean and I don't know, just everything Tofino had to offer. And then when we moved here as a family, it was just naturally she like, I don't know, took me in the ocean when I was really, really young. But then I started to fall in love with it on my own. 
And so when did that hobby start to turn into a potential career path or, you know, the, the competitive side of things? Like, how did that unravel for you? I kind of like the first comp I ever did, I think I was probably 10. But then, so I did like local comps when I was around 10 for the first time. But then my first national comp was when I was around 12. And I just like doing that international comp and like surfing against girls my age all around the world that were absolutely ripping, kind of like lit the fire in me to compete and like come home and start working harder. And like that inspired me to like improve a lot so I could get better and I could do well in events like that. And then kind of I just started doing more and more comps and like it became something that I could like do all year round and travel to compete and compete for Team Canada and it just like motivated me and I fell in love with the whole like part of competing and like getting to work on your mindset and like working on competing and like just that constant learning. So is, walk yeah. me through this a bit because I'm fascinated by the competitive side. So tell me what was that first competition you competed in internationally? Um, It was, I'm not sure what year it was, but it was an ISA World Juniors in Oceanside. And yeah. so did you do pretty good there? Um, I think I made top 10. Like, I think I made quarterfinals, so I made top 10, which is, like, pretty good. But just the, like, girls that were in that event who, like, won and, like, made the final, their surfing was, like, my, like, for me, like, pretty mind-blowing. And I definitely, like, started to set my bar higher and higher going to events like that. How are you perceived on the world stage as a Canadian surfer? I'm not that sure, but like a lot of people, they're like, oh my God, you're surfing for Team Canada. That's incredible. But they all assume I live probably in Hawaii or like California somewhere. But when they actually find out, like our whole or a majority of surf team was like born and raised in Canada, they're all pretty, yeah, surprised. Yeah, I bet some of the people you've met, um, may have never even worn a wetsuit before or it's certainly not a, a part of their daily surfing anyhow yeah definitely but I don't know I think now like a lot of the people going to comps like that like they're traveling year-round to like pretty cold places to compete they love do you think that coming from Tofino and that very raw environment and the rain and the nature do you think that that kind of makes you a bit like adds this sort of toughness to you um I think a little bit yeah and I think like being in Tofino like growing up you really just surf because you loved it and you would have to like put on a wet wet seat and go surf in the pouring rain but you did it because you loved it so much and I think that's like I don't know I'm so grateful for where I live and like go and getting to surf like uncrowded waves and really do it like for the love of it so after that first international competition, so then take us through the, the journey from there, because I believe the next sort of really big, uh, was the next really big thing, the Pan Am, or was there some competitions before that? There were definitely like a few different months before that, like doing like the ISA World Juniors again over the years and doing different 2S events where like I got some pretty good results there and started to like compete like better and meet like more people and do more like higher rank comps. But then for me in like my career, definitely the Pan Am was probably one of the bigger highlights. Okay. So how did that, how does one 
get into the Pan Am Games? What did you have to do to, to qualify for that? Um, well, I qualified for our national team. So then we like went down a few years because we had like a Pan Am Trials and then like a, another Pan Am Trials where you qualify for the real Pan Am. And I ended up like the first year we went down there for Team Canada. I won gold and longboard and bronze and shortboard. And then we went back and that's when I qualified for the Pan Am games and that happened like a year and a bit ago and then we only a few of us qualified for like the real pan am games and then we all went down as a team and that's where you got to go and stay in the like or like the pan am village they created and get to like spend the few weeks down there with all the other sports competing at the pan am games and i won bronze there and that was definitely like one of the biggest comps i've ever done well in and, you know, I understand that you, living in Tofino, you're living and surfing amongst some some titans out there. Like, you got Raph, you got Pete, you got Noah, you got Catherine and Sep, you got all kinds of people. Um, you know, how does it feel having those guys as sort of probably mentors, but also as your surfing peers? I think, like, I'm... I love it. Like those, like that crew of surfers in Defino, like they've inspired me ever since I like started surfing and getting to like go on surf trips with Pete and like Noah and that whole crew of people is absolutely insane. And getting to like watch them out in the breaks around here and learn from them has made me the surfer I am today for sure. And they're such like incredible people in and out of the water who have like so much knowledge and know so much about our coastline. Yeah. Now, you know, for me, I've been surfing for, you know, around 20 years, but something like doing an air or, you know, some of the barrels, like these are things that not everybody does. So how does that come about? Does someone teach you how to do an air or one day do you just start flying like how do you get to those next levels in the sort of surfing echelon for me it's really just watching like everybody around here and watching like the girls around the world and watching video clips and getting inspired and then wanting to like personally take my surfing to that level okay but so then a lot of the time like even like going for airs like i still like don't really know how to do any great airs but just like trying like, even if you fully, like, mess it up, just trying it and having fun with it and learning. Excellent. You've grown up in a really interesting time. You've grown up with the internet, and YouTube has probably been around for the majority of your life. So, wow, what a great learning tool. Like, if you can believe it or not, there was a time when there was no such thing as YouTube, and we couldn't... Yeah watch videos to learn how to do things that is that is such a gift that that's available to you yeah so so you have such a great crew of people in Tofino now when you go to some of these world events and, and you're around people do you ever get sort of like starstruck around some of your idols or just think like oh my god how did I how did I get here definitely like you go, like, the more cons I go to, I'm getting to, like, surf against and compete against, like, my heroes. And even just being in the same event and, like, watching them, like, out in the water and, like, just their whole mindset in and out of the water and who they are in and out of the water. Like, sometimes it does, like, fully take, 
or like it's mind blowing to me that I even have like get the opportunity to be there. But I don't know. It kind of like when you're around those people more and more, you kind of just like I don't know, strive to be like them, and that's why like I'm so lucky to have so many people I look up to. Amazing, super cool. So you know, we'll we'll explore the competitive side things for a little bit then. So the Pan Am, the Pan Am Games happened. And now take me through the journey to the Olympics. So we, like, we have a great team right now for Team Canada. And we actually, we haven't had our qualifier for the Olympics yet. And they were meant to run last spring, but they got postponed till this coming May. But practically there's um, seven spots left for the world. And... So if you make top seven of the people who haven't qualified yet, you'll be going to the Olympics. So we have a great team of very talented surfers. And uh, like I've been working towards this now for a long time and I'm feeling like really confident in the like training I've put in lately at home. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to like going down to El Salvador with our team and yeah, getting the opportunity to fight for the last few spots. Okay. So you still will have to do that next year. Um, Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned the training. So what does your training look like? For me, like a lot of it has to do mentally, but I do work with a really great strength coach on, he's the Red Bull trainer. So I'm very lucky to have him in my corner and we have a really great program together. Okay. <clears throat> and then doing like in water training, working on my competing and my surfing and doing like taking the time every day to do yoga and roll out and just really kind of like work on my body and make it feel confident and ready for competing and surfing bigger waves is huge for me. Okay. So are you doing like the Rocky Balboa? Like, are you running down the beach in your jogging pants and toque every morning or what? Oh, not really like that, but like I stop and I love like taking the time to make my body feel good because it definitely gets tired and tight when you surf every day. Okay, excellent. So this is a really interesting time to be alive. You know, you're surfing, you're training for surfing, but we also have this whole COVID-19 thing. Um, so are you attending, are you still in high school? Um. Yeah, I'm taking it like I'm in grade 12 right now. Okay. So are you attending actual school or are you doing that at home or? Um, I've been doing all online school for like the past three years. So oh. it hasn't affected me a ton. So I take it then that that online school, that was part of your, because of your surfing lifestyle, that was to accommodate the training as well as your school. Yeah. I like, yeah. We kind of like grew up doing, like I went to a Waldorf school for a little bit. And then when we moved to Defino, we kind of started homeschooling then. Oh. And I think, so we've been like homeschooling a lot of my life and just doing like online and being able to do like your school wherever you go has been huge for me. And like getting, like, I think now, like I'm so lucky with all the incredible online courses you can take for high school. And yeah. So I've been doing school for a while now. Yeah, so you're pretty used to this. This is no big deal for you. You're 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 used to the online thing. You're a trooper that way. Yeah, I don't know. It's still though, like it's weird not traveling and being home for so long. But 
Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you going, getting a little stir crazy at times without the touring around to surf? Um, yes and no. Like, I've been enjoying my time at home so much lately, but I'm definitely, like, getting ready to go travel and be in the warm water again. So do you have a favorite destination other than Tofino? Um, for me, like, I love Hawaii and Australia. And And what is it that you like so much about those places? I just love the whole environment they've created and like the ways and the community and just also like being surrounded by the best surfers around the world in those places I love and getting to be in warmer water and the whole like Aloha spirit why I love so much. Yeah, I was going to say I've never been to Australia, but being in Hawaii and that feeling of the heritage there, you know, seeing the Duke statue on the we- on the beach and just knowing all the legendary surfers that have been on the North shore, it just feels so magical. Like when you go there and it's so accessible to us, like, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, I've grown up watching surfing movies, documentaries, and then you go to pipeline for the first time. And it's like, there's no fence. There's no bodyguards. It's like, this is actually available to anybody. Yeah, for sure. Don't you think that I feel like we have this sort of secret that not everybody knows about, like just how special riding waves feels? Oh, it's literally one of like the best feelings in the world. And like, I don't know, you get to learn so much through it and meet so many amazing people through it and you get to travel like it's one of like the best things in the world, I think. Yeah, I feel like if everybody surfed, there wouldn't be any world problems. If we were just going for that, catching that wave, that that innocent spirit of just riding a wave and just living purely in the moment. Oh, for sure. I feel. I think I read somewhere that you work at a ice cream shop. Do you work at Chocolate Tofino? Uh, when I was younger, I did for a few years. Yeah. Okay, so you used to work at the ice cream shop because I was wondering how that fit into your training now. Is ice cream like uh, not allowed or you have cheat days? No, I'm definitely allowed ice cream. I mean, you got to keep yourself happy too. Okay, right on, right on. There's no rule for, you know, future Olympians that uh, ice cream's not allowed? I hope not. Okay. <laughs> ice cream though in Tofino it's hard to resist it and now talking about the spirit of Hawaii the aloha spirit we just talked about I also watched the video of you traveling up to Haida Gwaii um with his name was Gualiga so he was um, yeah our local guide there and he's such a legend he's incredible yeah yeah so tell me about that experience being out in that sort of very raw nature sort of untapped um surf that was like one of probably the best surf trips that i've had in my life like i got to go there with the whole crew of incredible people and bring one of my best friends friends page um alms along and we went and we just went to go surf good waves and learn about like the culture in Haida Gwaii and like we were in the middle of nowhere it kind of felt like with a crew of incredible people and we got to go surf waves that we've never surfed before and we got to get them like all time and just like 
I don't know, going on trips where you're surrounded by just some of your best friends and you look around and it's just perfect ways coming in and you're the only ones out. Like those are the moments of like when you're a surfer, like those are the moments you live for. Yeah. So I know Haida Gwaii does have a surf shop, um, but what does the scene look like there? What Was there other people out there at any other times you were there? Um, There were at like a few of the breaks closer to the community, but I don't think a lot of like, like not that many people surf there year round. And there's only like, it doesn't, not all the ways right there too, too often, but Gwaligal Hart, like he was one of like the most frothing and insane surfers coming from Haida Gwaii, I think. And I think he's trying to get surfing bigger and bigger there too. So, so Olin, that last name, it kind of reminds me of Odin. Is that like, do you have a Norse heritage? Um, I do. I um, Like my grandparents live, well, my dad's side of family, they all live in Germany. And then on my mom's side, they're all Ukrainian. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. And are any of them sort of water people as well? Or was that just your mom? Mainly just my mom. And then how did your sister come into this whole situation? Because she's really also really coming into her own. Oh, definitely. Um, like watching her improve these last few years has been insane. And we kind of just like grew up together. And like when it would go biking down to North or walk down to Cross Bay and go surf together. And I don't know. I kind of think like she watched me go and do what I love. And then she just wanted to be like me. So we got to push each other and yeah, do the whole being on the whole journey together, which has been incredible. So how do you feel when you see all those uh, soft tops out there and all these, you know, aspiring surfers? How does that make you feel? I like, I love it. Like just, I love like seeing people out in the ocean, having fun and smiling. Like for me, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So you're a, you're a stoke spreader. Oh, for sure. I think like, I think in surfing, like they're, can be like challenging times and like when you're out in the water like you do need to know how to like respect everybody and like take turns in the lineup and then that way everybody can all share the stoke but at the end of the day like it's the ocean you never know what could happen and you're just out there trying to get like the wave of your life and like keep searching for that feeling of riding a wave and I don't know I think sharing it with people is the best thing yeah the ocean is who's in charge so I'm curious do you have a favorite surfing movie? Um, I do. It's Leave a Message, and it's an all-female surf movie, and all, like, the females in it completely rip, and yeah. Leave a Message? Yeah. Okay. I have not seen this one. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. No, it has, like, all my, like, favorite female surfers in it, and they were ripped. So, you know, you've traveled, you know, around the world. You've been to some great places. The future's looking bright. We talked about the Alberta River scene. What about the Great Lakes? Is that on your radar? Um, definitely. I was actually there not too long ago. We were premiering Northern Tides at, I think it was the Surf the Great Surf Shop. Mm, yep. And we actually like, I'm not sure what event they were doing, but we were taking a bunch of a group of like females to the Great Lakes and teaching them how to surf and we like actually had no waves whatsoever. Like it was like a lake, but yeah, well, it is a lake, but it was flat like a lake. And we just like took them out on soft tops and paddled around and taught them how to surf if there were actually waves. But 
like going there and being with that whole surf community was incredible and like I didn't quite realize how many people were that into surfing there and how much of a surf community there was and kind of like looking into it and talking to people like you guys get pretty good waves over there I'd be keen to go back one yeah especially in Toronto it's they have quite an awesome community there yeah. and out here where I live on Lake Huron um, I take people out surfing every weekend even if it's just flat water and it blows my mind how stoked people become from you know a flat water lesson as long as they get a push from me and you know they can kind of stand up or get to their knees like it just it, it really touches my heart to see how powerful that experience is for people even when it's not like a huge barreling wave oh for sure you're like no matter like what you do if you're in the water everybody's sharing the same emotions yeah yeah absolutely so i think you get asked this all the time but i think it's a good question and mm -hmm. you know because i remember you're 17 or 18 at the moment i'm 17 at the moment 17 okay when i think back to being a teenager i think 17 was like my favorite age that is such a fun exciting time oh it is i like yeah life's been great lately but i was an extremely huge goofball you know going around town making videotapes and doing silly things and so to see the mantle that you're carrying already um it just it blows my mind to think of that um responsibility that you have you know you're you're in magazines you're on internet videos you know people are looking at you and watching you whether you know it or not you're kind of being a role model for some people and probably especially young girls. So how does that make you feel and how do you handle that responsibility? I think like for me, I like don't really think about it too much. Like I'm still just out there doing what I love and like I'm not like I'm like literally only doing it because I love it so much and I love like taking time every day to like take my surfing to new levels and like take my computing to new levels and work on my mindset and my body and like getting to do that and like be able to make money and travel the world is like my dream and like getting to inspire people and inspire people to like be who they are and be happy and do what they love every day. And I think getting the opportunity, opportunity to inspire others has always been my goal. And I'm so grateful for the life I live every day. Wow. Super cool. So you like totally, skipped over you know doing the paper route and all those normal things and you just went straight to pro surfer so what do you think the future is what are your goals for surfing um for me mainly like i want to compete in a few olympics for team canada um i would love to be the first canadian on the world tour but I mainly just want to inspire, like, the next generation of girls surfing in Tofino and in Canada to start, like, taking their surfing more internationally. And I also, like, looking up to Pete and Noah and the life they've, like, lived surfing waves around Tofino and, like, going and competing and just getting the opportunity to be a Canadian surfer and go and find new waves around home has inspired me huge. So I would love to definitely do a little bit of that throughout my surfing career, too. So... Aside from surfing career, do you also are you also pursuing some kind of post-secondary that you're interested in as well, or are you focused more on surfing right now? I'm definitely focused on surfing, but I think after high school, 
I love like the body so much. So I definitely think I'll take a few courses on like the body, whether it's being like, a, I don't know. We'll see like a trainer or I don't know. We'll see. I can see that. But I'm so- definitely going to like, I would love to learn more about the body, whether it's like physio or yeah. Okay. So if you weren't surfing, you think you'd be somehow involved in fitness or coaching or, or something like that then? For sure. I like, for me, like, even though I am an athlete and a surfer, I love spending like every day or part of every day in the gym, like working on my body. And I think there's so much to learn about your body. And I love like taking that time to make your body feel incredible. And yeah, I think that's a huge, like something that inspires me every day. And so I'd love to learn more about it. You're blowing my mind here. That is a great awareness to have, man. It's so inspiring to hear that. All right. So when you're not surfing, what other kind of things keep you stoked? Um, definitely like just hanging out with my family and going on different adventures, like going hiking or going out on the boat and just really like going and learning new things and trying new things with my loved ones. And I like for me, if I'm not surfing, like just going on adventures and like trying new things definitely gets me stoked. I would say that you're a perfect guest for Perma Stoked. I think you nailed that. And so when you were a kid, did you compete in the uh, Brewweiler Kids Classic? Was that ever something you did? Oh, for sure. I, I think I did that a few years. Yeah, Cal did put on a great event every year for that. And it was so fun to see all the kids come together and compete. Yeah, absolutely. Is that something now that you help out with too? Um, I haven't been into Fino for the last few, but oh. definitely like from what I've seen, it's crazy like how many up and coming kids there are in Tofino and how many of them like love surfing and love competing and you know, in thirty years or something, like it's gonna be incredible to look back at the surfing lineage that it's created. Yeah, for sure. I was really disappointed when SBC Surf went away. So I know. that was like I love that magazine and like even like I think probably two came out a year, but you did get to see like all the same photos from around here and all the surfers. And it was just a really great magazine to look at. Yeah, it was such a blow, eh? I know. Yeah, so, it does, though, like it takes a lot of work to have a magazine like that, though. And yeah, but hopefully sure. it will come one day, I feel like. Yeah, maybe. So this podcast, I thought I'd like to fill that gap and kind of keep it going, you know, keep something get to know the Canadian surfers still because I've been missing it so much I thought I'm just going to start a podcast and start having these conversations myself like what way to to meet everybody you know oh for sure that's rad okay so before I let you go um I like to ask people is there anything really awesome that you're either watching reading or listening to right now yeah or recently um I read a pretty good book not too long ago that I loved. Okay, what was that called? Um, it's called Mindset. Mindset, okay. I just, yeah, I finished it not too long ago. I Like, it's pretty good to not now, but definitely my favorite book I've read oh, in a long time. this looks serious. The New Psychology of Success. How yeah. we can learn to fulfill our potential. Parenting, business, school, relationships. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. so I read book and loved it. I actually... Pete DeVries was reading it on a plane when we were going on a trip a long time ago. So then I wanted, I got my hands on it too and read it and loved it. Okay. So what's your takeaway from that book? 
Um, they talked a lot about having a growth mindset and that kind of like, I'm starting to take that into my everyday life. And I think, yeah, you can have a growth mindset in so many things. And I think that's pretty much a growth mindset. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? Just kind of like changing your outlook on life a lot. And I think in like this book, they did like a ton of studies on it and how like much your like mindset and how you're looking into life and like doing it for the love of it can kind of affect like your whole life and how far you go in something you love. Mm, Wow, that's pretty powerful stuff. I can see why you would um, enjoy that book. I also kind of, I feel like, you sort of had some of that already ingrained in you naturally, though. You sort of, it sounds like that's what you've done with your life. You you haven't been surfing because it's going to gain you popularity or get you somewhere. It sounds like the surfing came first and all the accolades sort of came second. For sure. And I think like, no matter what you do, it should always be that way. Because oh wait, because I think like for everybody, the ultimate goal is to be happy. So as long as you're doing it for the right reasons and just being happy, enjoying your life, I think, yeah, that should always be the main reason. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm really getting the feeling from you that you're just being yourself. You're just doing you. You're not trying to impress anybody. You're not trying to be the cool kid in school and things are just sort of coming to you because you're keeping that positive, you're you're keeping that positive field open. Yeah, for sure. And definitely like I can be sometimes like hard on myself because I do like set goals and I do like want to go and accomplish my goals and be like the best person I can be. So I think that, yeah, but otherwise than that, I'm just doing it because I love it and I love getting the opportunity to like be a surfer and, work on becoming a better person every day. So how do you turn off that negative self-talk when it starts up? I think, I don't know. But when you're out in the surf, is it always pure bliss? Or do you ever get like, oh man, I wish I was performing a bit better? Um, I get like that all the time. Like I, I definitely am a person that like wants to be kind of perfect at everything, but that's something I've had to overcome because surfing is nothing close to perfect. But I don't know, just like feeling those emotions like that has helped me get to where I am today. And I think like even if you're not happy or you're like not feeling positive on something, like really like learning from that and like figuring out what you need to do to become or like get to that level you want to get at. You have to have like the lows to have like the highs and achieve your goals and like being able to take that time and experience being tired or like surfing the worst you've ever had that makes you enjoy the highs like that much more I think good advice absolutely yeah what are some of the waves that are on your itinerary like is there a wave out there in the world that you just have to surf that you haven't surfed yet um definitely Bay. I think that's like that wave I think is on my bucket list for sure and I haven't even been to South Africa yet so yeah hopefully I can make that happen soon okay right on you know you were talking about female surf movies I think you should make Endless Summer Part 3 that would be fun <laughs> all girls chasing the waves around the world that would be a cool thing to see yeah that would be yeah so Matea are you in Tofino right now or are you in Vancouver I'm in Tofino. You're in Tofino, okay. Because I thought I 
read or something that you were doing some training in Vancouver as well. I do. I am the trainer that I work with through Red Bull. He works at Fortius, but I think actually they might be closing now, but that whole facility they have was absolutely insane. And it was like, I think as an athlete, like that facility and like being able to go someplace and train for a few days, like, yeah. But how many days... I mean, you're probably like a fish or something. Like, you probably can't go too many days without being in the ocean. I can't, but like, if you take, like, even if you go to like the mountains or go to somewhere like inland, like, taking a few weeks off, it makes you fall in love with it more and you're just that much more stoked to get back in the water after. Okay. Yeah, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you do take a break, sometimes they'll come back and you pop up and you fall, but then you laugh and, I don't know, you find your rhythm. Yeah, and you probably have some pretty awesome muscle memory, too. Yeah. All right. Awesome stuff. Matea, it has been so great talking to you. I thank you for coming on the Permastoke podcast and sharing a bit of your story. And I wish you only all the best on the road ahead. And honestly, I'm super stoked to watch your journey unravel for you. Oh, thanks, Derek. And thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So when I come out to Tofino sometime, you think you can maybe show me a couple, uh, a couple tricks I don't know? For sure. Or we'll just go out in the water and get super stuff. Right on. Awesome. I'm down with that as well. Okay, Matea, all the best to you. We will see you back on here some other time. But for now, stay stoked. Thank you. You too. Hi, I'm Matea Olin, and you are listening to Perma Stoked. For episode number 22 of Permastoke. I hope you all enjoyed listening or watching that one. Again, I want to say mahalo to Matea Olin for inspiring others, for joining us, for sharing her stoke, and for not overthinking it and for just being a kid. She's so authentically and unapologetically just being herself. And you can hear that throughout the interview. And I think that that's just such a, a wonderful thing. So we thank you for that, Matea. And I can't wait to see where she goes. I can't wait to watch her story unfold and just see the where she ends up on the world surfing stage. So if you want to connect with Matea, you can follow her on Instagram at Matea underscore Olin. And be sure to watch Matea and Paige Alms experience the wave riding routes of Haida Gwaii in Red Bull's short film, Northern Tides. You can find this on YouTube. Just check out Northern Tides. And a couple more mahalos. I want to say mahalo to the Planet Smashers and Stomp Records for allowing us to play Surfing in Tofino off their 2000, nope, not 2000, off their 1999 album, Life of the Party. You can check them out at stompRecords.com or you can listen to them and find them on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you get your music. And also, I also want to give a shout out and a mahalo to Ryan L. and Marcus Palladino for their rad photography that they generously gave us to uh, promote this episode on on social media. So check them out, uh, www.ryanl, that's E-L-L dot com and marcuspalladino.com 
that's M-A-R-C-U-S-P-A-L-A-D-I-N-O dot com. All right. Later. like to give a big mahalo to Mark Malibu and the Wasagas for providing our intro music Hey Chihuahua off their 2009 album Crash Monster Beach and our outro music End of Summer off their 2017 album Return of the Wasagas. For more information visit www.wasagas.com and check them out on Spotify and iTunes. And of course mahalo to all you listeners out there. We are so grateful that you chose to join us for this episode. And we look forward to providing you with even more awesome content in the future. More episodes are definitely on their way. But in the meantime, make sure to go back and listen to our previous episodes. And don't miss an episode ever again. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can even listen on Spotify or the Alexa app. And you can even watch the show on our YouTube channel. Please let us know how we're doing. Leave us a rating and review. And don't forget to share with your family and friends over social media or by spreading the word in the lineup. To learn more about Freshwater Surf Goods and to check out our products and services, visit freshwatersurfgoods.com. Sign up for our newsletter so you can stay up to date on new products, new episodes of Permastoke, events, our SUP and yoga schedule, and other exciting news. Don't forget to follow us on social media as well. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Freshwater Surf Goods. But if you're a part of the surf or sup community or a surfaholic wanting to connect with your tribe and stay informed as to what's happening all across the Great Lakes and Canadian surf scene, then join our Facebook group, the All Canadian Surf and Sup Club. At Freshwater Surf Goods, we are currently in need of artists and graphic designers to help us with new product designs. We need photographers to provide Great Lakes in both East Coast and West Coast surf photography. We need musicians for music on the podcast. Hey, we want to make this a real community effort and have you all be a part of it. Or if you have an idea for collaboration, would like to recommend a future guest, would like to invite me to an event or book me to teach supper yoga, or if you'd like to carry our products in your store or you're interested in being a sponsor of the show, and for anything else, hit me up on social media or email me at Derek at freshwatersurfgoods.com. That's Derek spelled the Viking way. No double R's or C's, just D-E-R-I-K at freshwatersurfgoods.com. I look forward to next time and getting to know you all better. In the meantime, I'm your host, Derek Hyatt. Mahalo, freshies. Keep surfing and stay stoked. <laughs>